something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. You are listening to Strawberry Spring, based on a short story by Stephen King. Is someone there? I can't see you through the fog. Those idiot frat guys thinks this is funny. Jimmy? Roger? You're not funny. Where is the fog? Oh, God damn it! Fog is bad enough, ice pavement. Come on. Come on. Oh, it's you, thank God. I think there's someone else out here and they were following me and. Oh, please! No, 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 don't! Help! (gasps) 
Good morning, you're listening to WSKX with DJ Kevin Hardigan. This is the Morning Heartbeat. It's time to rise and shine, new Sharonites. It's 7 o'clock, March 16th, 1976, and it's another foggy strawberry spring here in New England. If you can see your hand in front of your face, give us a call and request a song. Oh, shit. Time to scrape the ice from your windows, shovel out the driveway, and make your way to work. To get you going on your morning drive, here's a brand new one from KC and the Sunshine. Honey, are you up? You're gonna be late. Did you break another lamp? Yeah, I'm up. How'd you sleep? Not bad. How'd the baby sleep? She kicks more than you do, but snores less. I'll make the coffee. I'll be right down. Hot and fresh, just how you like it. Oh, you or the coffee? <laughs> Both. Thank God. What would I do without you? Go thirsty. You leave me any hot water? Probably not. Ugh, I guess I'll have to find out for myself. Hey, be careful, would you? I'm not so sure hot water is good for the baby. Where did you read that? <laughs> it's common sense. Oh, well, as long as there's science behind that. Are you going to be late tonight? Well, what day is it? Oh, yeah, a weekday. Then, yes. Ah, joke never gets old. Good morning, new Sharonite. That's my cue. This is horrible. We just found out there was a murder on the campus of New Sharon College. Police are not releasing the victim's name, but sources close to the investigation tell us that it was a female co-ed, late teens to early 20s. We'll have more information. Hello? Henry? Have you heard the news? Yeah, just now on the radio. There was a murder on campus. It has all the signs. Wait, are you telling me? I can't be sure, it, but as of right now, it looks like spring Heel Jack is back. spring Heel Jack is back. It's a shock to the system hearing that name. It's almost been eight years to the day, the last time the fog was this heavy. In New England, they call it a strawberry spring. No one even knows why. God, what happened at New Sharon during the last one in 68? There might be a pattern for that too, but if anyone has figured it out, they've never said. I've heard every theory there was, especially having written the book on it. Eight years, and it's almost like it was yesterday. Good morning, New Sharon College. You're listening to KSHR College Radio. DJ Kevin Hardigan here. It's time to rise and shine, New Sharonites. Another foggy, rainy, strawberry spring. Try and stay dry while you... Ah, shit. Damn it. Did I break it? I have some breaking news. This just in. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, a female student was found murdered in the animal sciences parking lot. We don't have many details right now. Stay tuned for more information as it comes in. When I heard Kevin that morning, I didn't even know it yet, but it would change my life forever. I remember throwing on my clothes and rushing across campus. Excuse me, out of the way. Hey, watch out! Asshole, you just splashed me. Sorry about that. 
I didn't know where to turn, but as a journalism major, I had to get to the paper. It was the center of my universe. If there were answers to be found, I would find them at the new Sharon Times. Back then, journalism was my life, even as I was about to find out at the expense of others. Hey, Henry, did you hear? Gail Kerman was murdered last night. Gail Kerman? Yeah. I mean, why would somebody do that to her? Did, did you know her? Did anyone you know know her? What do we know so far? You're asking me? Hardly anything. I thought you were the journalist. Hey, keep your ears open, would you? And if I hear anything, you'll be the first to know. Deal? Deal. All right, I gotta get back to the station. At least now I have a name. Kevin was out for himself, but as long as I kept that in mind, I figured I could manage him. Everyone knew Gail, or at least they thought they did. She was an art major. She wore granny glasses just like John Lennon and had a good figure. She was the kind of girl who talked little and smiled less. She was shy, but friendly. And on the morning after her murder, everyone knew Gail Kerman, even if they didn't. Someone get me a picture for the front page of Gail Kerman. And I mean now. Henry, get in here. I remember 1968 like it was yesterday. Working with Anne at the New Sharon Times, we would drink coffee and stay up all night trying to hit deadlines. She was always pretty in a no-nonsense sort of way. We covered school sit-ins, police brutality, even Vietnam and the presidential election, but this one, spring Jack, this one hit close to home. You look like shit. You feel okay? Hangover. Uh, we have aspirin around here? Between that and the insomnia, I'm just grateful for instant coffee. To be honest, about the only thing that really helps me at night is a long walk and fresh air. First of all, no one is grateful for instant coffee. Can't believe you drink that crap. Maybe that's what's giving you a headache. Migraines. That's a fancy word for headaches. Do you know what's giving me mine? Let me guess. It's been over an hour since the story broke and you still don't have a picture to run. Good guess. Have you assigned anyone of this yet? No. Half our staff just found out. Morning classes weren't even canceled, so hardly anyone is due in until this afternoon for tomorrow's morning paper. That's because my dad talked Dean Edwards out of it. Why would Captain Spencer do that? I don't know. I, I overheard him on the phone this morning. Guys, it is way worse than we've heard. Do you know John Dancy? Well, he found her, tripped over her body in the middle of the fog. They had to give him a sedative just for him to remember his name. That's awful. That's nothing. The awful part is Gail was cut apart. I overheard my dad and he told Dean Edwards it's like a modern day Jack the Ripper or something. The guy sliced through her torso. He said it looked like someone tried to dissect her. Trust me, they don't have a plan other than it's bad press to close down. Okay, look, I'm here already. I'll run with it. And at the very least, I can get us a picture to print. Done. Why are you still standing here? I still need aspirin. I'll get that, then get the story. Chelsea, keep eavesdropping on your dad. You might as well take advantage of being the police captain's daughter. Ugh, you have to remind me? In this case, I do. Go! Rachel, sorry. Hey, I know we're supposed to have a lunch date today, but things just got a little nuts. I get it. Here, come out from under the rain. Hey, do you want to just 
Stop at the grinder and pick up some sandwiches. In this weather, I have food at my apartment. We can make lunch there. I, uh, I don't have time for lunch. Uh, let me just walk you home. I don't want you walking home alone. If, if what? Look, I don't know. It's, it's uh, just I don't want anything to happen to you. Do you think there's something to worry about? I mean, did that girl? Gail. Sorry, Gail. You don't think a random stranger killed her, do you? I, I have no idea, but let me walk you home. Okay? Just to be safe. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I remember seeing the blank looks on everyone's faces as I walked Rachel back to her place. They all looked worried, but no one was more worried than Rachel. Things were just starting to get serious between us when it all started. I know this probably isn't the right time, but We've both been so busy with graduation coming up. What are you talking about? We don't graduate for three more months. That's like a lifetime. No, it's like three more months. <laughs> I just, I need to know what are we doing after we graduate. Oh, I, I thought we agreed. We'll move in together, get an apartment go to Boston or New York, I'll get my journalism career going at a big paper and you'll tell people they're crazy or whatever shrinks do. Are you going to be the one to tell my father that his little girl from the South is going to be living in sin? <laughs> well, I hadn't really thought about it. Well, I have. And now there's this. In all seriousness, a murder right here on campus I'm not sure. I want to live in a big city like Boston or New York. When we graduate, if this happens here, it's only worse in a place like New York. Oh my God, Henry, is that police tape? Just keep walking. We're at the parking lot where they found the girl. Come on, let's go. I don't understand. She was alive just a day ago. Now it's a murder scene. What's happening? They'll find the guy that did this. I hope you're right. Let's go before the rain picks up. God, I hate this weather. I don't know what's worse, the fog or the rain. The fog. It always reminds me of the accident. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. I can't imagine what that was like. Uh, it was, it, it was awful. I was 14 at the time. We just found out my dad died in the Korean War. Everything was falling apart. I remember my mom packing up our place. We are moving to be closer to her family. 
And I think we're on our way to my grandparents' house. Mom? Mom, I can't see a thing. It's pitch black out. How's your brother? Uh, Junior sleeping. We should pull over and wait for the fog to clear. We can't. We're in the middle of nowhere. I told your grandfather we'd be there by morning, and he'll be worried sick if we're not. Oh, okay, but maybe just slow down a little. I can barely see past the hood of the car. I'd never seen fog like that before. It was so thick, the headlights just bounced off it, like yellow polka dots on white cotton. Mom, please slow down. Why are you speeding up? It all happened so fast. I saw headlights from behind. They flashed in the rearview mirror. I can't see a damn thing. Then from out of nowhere, there was a deer in the middle of the road. My mom swerved. Mom, look out! flipped over a few times. The car was crushed. I was thrown through the windshield. There were shards of glass stuck in my face, blood dripping from my forehead. I started to crawl back to the car. It was so dark in the fog I couldn't see, but the car was upside down and part of the underside caught fire. It was like a signal light, but it wasn't leading me to safety. It was the exact opposite. Mom? Wake up. Mom. Mom, wake up. Junior? The dome light flickered, and that's when I realized my mother's neck was broken. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And my brother was crushed under the roof of the car. I passed out on the side of the road. I woke up when I heard the sirens. Hey, this one's alive. Get a search over here. Hurry. The accident left me with migraines and a severe case of insomnia. I spent weeks recovering. That's just about everything I can remember. Fog always brings it back, like it just happened. It's called emotional memory. What is? What you just described. You feel the emotions come back to you when something triggers it. Look at you, diagnosing me on the spot. I didn't diagnose anything, just letting you know why you're feeling such intense memories. So you're saying I'm not crazy? No one's ever going to say that. Are you going to be okay? Yes. Just to be safe, lock your door and don't open it for anyone? Not even for you. Well, okay, you can open it for me. Will I see you tonight? Maybe. Depends on how late I stay at the paper. If it's after midnight, do not come knocking on my door. All right, let's just agree now. All right, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. With Rachel safely locked away, I followed up on some leads and headed back to the paper. Anne. Not now, Henry. Anne, slow down. We don't have time. 
We don't know anything about Gail Kerman and we have a paper to print. I know that. Just take a breath. I'll tell you what I have so far. <sighs> the clock is ticking. Okay. She lived in the dorms, Shreve Hall. She was an art major. Mostly kept to herself, but she does have a boyfriend. Name? Carl Amalara. Where was he last night? I don't know. Where does he live? I don't know that either. Henry, this is a big one. This one could put the new Sharon Times on the map. I know that. Oh, that you know. Good. Let's write what you have. We'll do a piece on campus safety. Who knows? Maybe we have our very own New England Zodiac on our hands. New England Zodiac? I know, I know. We'll come up with something catchier. If I didn't know you better, I'd almost say finding a serial killer on campus sounds like wishful thinking. Oh, well, it's good you know me better. Write up what you have, cover security on campus, and we'll start with that. I spent the rest of that afternoon writing the front page. We didn't have a lot on Gail's murder, but I managed to turn it into a pretty compelling character piece about a talented girl whose life was cut short by senseless violence. I remember how fried I was that night. Between the murder, Rachel, and the rain and fog, it was a long day. I headed back to my place and crashed hard. But that first day was nothing compared to what came next. Rise and shine, new share nights. It's time to get up and out of bed. Take a look outside. It seems like our strawberry spring will be with us for the foreseeable future. Oh, shut the fuck up already. Oh, good. It's still shitty out. Hey, good morning. How'd you sleep? Not good. Just keep thinking about Gail. I see you made the front page. Uh, it was either that or the library dedication. I think Anne made the right choice. <laughs> you want to come by and walk me to campus? <laughs> sure thing. Give me ten minutes. I'll be right over. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's foggy out today. Hold my hand and warm me up. It just felt like it would be better if you walked me to class. No problem. Happy to do it. In the late 60s, it seemed like there was a protest for everything. 
police presence on campus was heavy. They were looking to solve Gail Kerman's murder, but in the process pissed just about everyone else off. Ugh, the police just make things worse. They're just doing their job. That's what they said in Selma. This isn't Selma. That's why it's scarier. That's where she lived, isn't it? Considering the flowers and the makeshift memorials in front of the dorm, it sure looks like it. It's so sad. I'm only 20 years old. It's funny how when someone dies, it means something to people, even if they don't know. There were at least a half dozen police cars parked in front of Shreve Hall where Gail lived. It was weird to see. It wasn't like the Vietnam protests. That was an ocean away. Tensions ran high in 68. No one trusted anyone. Between the civil rights protests, the hippies, Black Panthers, the war, and now the murder, the tension was as thick as the fog and no one was immune. This was about one of our own. And everyone wanted to know what the police were gonna do about it. You two have student IDs? Uh, I do. Uh, Rachel, you have yours with I have a class to get to. I don't have time for this. I need to see identification. Henry, let's go. I'm gonna be late. This is my stop. First floor, psych majors, lingerie, rubber sheets. <laughs> I know, you're just trying to lighten things up, but... If you're not careful, this is where you'll find ex-girlfriends, too. Meet me later. As long as I'm, I'm not, not working, working late, late at the, the paper. paper. You got it. <laughs> Look at you rolling in at the cracker ten. What do you have for me? Well, there's about a half dozen cops in front of Kerman's dorm. And Henry, I'm hearing rumors there's going to be a curfew. Wow, really? How would they enforce that? They're pigs and racists. <laughs> I love your passion. Dean Edwards is calling for all students on campus to meet at the quad at noon. So something big is going to go down. You're either part of the problem or part of the solution. And my father, he's part of the problem. Well, looks like we're all going to go so we can hear what he has to say for himself. There's a lot of TV stations here. We have to stay ahead of the news outlets. They're not even from here. I, I can't believe this story is getting that much interest this quickly. It's not every day there's a murder on a college campus. No, that's why we have to stay on top of it. Hello? Uh, can you hear me? Okay, then. Um, I, I know you're all worried about what happened to Gail Kerman last night. I am, too. As you know, we take great pride in our student body here at New Sharon. So that is why, after consulting with Captain Spencer of the New Sharon Police Department and, and with our board, we have decided that starting tonight, the campus of New Sharon College will be under curfew beginning at 10 o'clock. I repeat, 10 o'clock. Now, Captain Spencer is here with some additional information so I'm going to turn over the microphone to him, Captain Spencer. Thank you, Dean Edwards. As you may have heard by now, a sophomore by the name of Gail Kerman was found dead last night, just after 11 in the Animal Sciences parking lot. If anyone has any information or saw anything, 
please notify us. Is, this is an ongoing investigation. Now, as the Dean said, starting tonight at 10, the campus will be under curfew. In addition, we will have our officers stationed on campus to enforce it. And just so you know, anyone outside on campus after 10 p.m. will be detained, cited, and arrested. Now, I think you all know my own daughter Chelsea is a sophomore. I cannot tell you how much I hate him right now. And this curfew is being put in place to protect all of you. We are investigating the murder of Gail Kerman, and until we make an arrest, everyone must remain vigilant. Thank you, and stay safe. I want everyone to leave the quad immediately, immediately! I have to go. It's bad enough you two know he's my father, now everyone knows. Well, we have a new headline. We do, but we still don't know who killed Gail Kerman. Or why. With the curfew in place, there wasn't anything left to do but study. I remember that second night of Strawberry Spring. I was in my room. I could barely see out the window. The fog was so thick when Kevin burst in. They caught him. What? Who? I heard it over at the grinder. Gail Kerman's boyfriend did it. His name is Carl Amalara. Thank God. Now maybe we can all get back to normal. Yeah. Thank God. You could hear everyone coming out into the hallway. It was the only thing anyone was talking about. I remember feeling relieved. I sat back. I was happy they caught the guy. A lover's quarrel had run its course. But at the same time, I was disappointed. My journalistic intentions were left unfulfilled. I had to cancel on Rachel and made a beeline for the Times. The fog was worse that night than any I had ever seen. As I made my way across campus, I imagined this must be what it's like to be blind. We have some pictures to go with the story. I called downstairs and the guys think they'll be able to change the front page. Thanks. Looks like that was an open and shut story for us. Yeah. Hard to believe Amalara could be that violent. Did you know him? I mean, not really. He was a dishwasher at the grinder. I'd see him every once in a while when I was in there with Rachel. Chelsea went over to the police station. She's going to try and get a copy of the report. If nothing else, we can do a follow-up. What are you looking at? You still look like shit. Ugh, these glorious migraines. Usually coffee and aspirin does the trick. How about rest? That ever work? Go home and get some sleep. There's not much more to write about this one. Looks like the cops got their man. As I headed home, I noticed dark shadows in the white fog. It was probably my imagination. No one was supposed to be out, including me. But with the killer caught, I wasn't too worried about the curfew. The story had written itself, or so we all thought. But we were about to find out there was, and still is, more to the story.
Strawberry Spring is a production of Audio Up Media and iHeartRadio. Executive produced by Lee Metzger, Jared Gutstadt, and Philip Alberstadt. Written and directed by Lee Metzger. Starring Garrett Hedlund, Milo Ventimiglia, Horizon Guardiola, Sydney Sweeney, Ken Marino, Al Madrigal, and Breck Bassinger. Audio up in-house production by Jordana Glick Franzheim and Laura Ramadet. Edited by Carrie Caulfield Eric and Jeremiah Zimmerman. Sound design and mix by Jeremiah Zimmerman. Score by Jeff Peters. Songs and music by Jarrett Gutstadt and Jesse Siebenberg. Strawberry Spring is published in Stephen King's short story collection, Night Shift. Available in paperback and ebook from Anchor Books and as an audiobook from Penguin Random House Audio. For the full list of production credits, please visit audioup.com. You can find more podcasts from iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge this season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.